You're listening to the Rise and Love podcast, where we believe that you get to have love and success in all areas of your life. Your host, Crystal Iram, will help you understand yourself, your relationships, and what's keeping you from having the love, relationship, and life you really want. Week after week, you'll have your mind blown as you learn from experts and listen in on honest conversations to experience mindset shifts and get practical instruction on how to use your mind to support you in getting everything you desire. We'll get to the heart of the matter when it comes to designing and elevating all aspects of love and life. Here's your host, educator, relationship coach, and lawyer, Crystal Iram. I am so excited for today's episode. And before I get into that, I want to start by sharing that I have some spots available for one-on-one coaching. After you listen to the episode, you're going to just want to grab one of those spots, I know, but I did want to make sure that you knew. So the way that you can potentially work with me one-on-one is by filling out an application. I only work with a small number of people at a time. It's a really high-level way to serve women who are committed to calling and love. So if you are ready to massively up-level your love life, if you're ready for just a transformation to really call in your person and create that beautiful relationship, then go ahead and apply to work with me one-on-one. I will be sure to link it in the show notes. Hello, hello, hello. It is Crystal Iram here. I am a relationship coach for smart, successful, spiritual women. And there was such a good question that was posed in my private Facebook group. The Facebook group is called Magnetizing Love. If you are not in it, I suggest you join because there's excellent discussions. Often I just go live there. So it's a great group. But the question was, how long should I date someone before getting engaged? And I wanted to just hop on here really, really quick to give my two cents on it because I love this question. And I'm sure this is something that people wonder about. Um, and I saw a range of answers, you know, some people saying, you know, at least a year, at least two years, at least four years. Um, the woman who posed the question has been with her partner for six years and she sort of feels like she's ready for it to move forward. Um, they've had some ups and downs, but anyway, that's sort of what inspired this. So how long should you date someone? You know, first of all, it depends. But the best answer I can give is you need to date someone long enough to feel like you can make a very serious long-term commitment. When we're talking about getting engaged to someone, then the assumption is that you're interested in marriage. You're interested in committing and marrying someone. So the reason that I point that out is because people have different goals, right? If you are not interested in marriage, or if you're not particularly interested in having kids, for example, then the answer is going to be different for you because you have different things that you want for yourself. For someone who is interested in getting married, I would never advise dating someone for six years or four years, even three years. And, you know, not everyone's going to agree with me on that, but here's the bottom line about marriage and getting engaged is that what it's going to come down to is a commitment. It's about a choice that you are making to be with a certain person because no one, I shouldn't say no one, I'm sure it happens. Generally speaking, when people get married, they do not think that there is any possibility that they're going to break up. Occasionally, I'm sure it happens, but most people are like, nope, I have met the love of my life. We're going to be together forever. That's most people's attitude when they get married. 
And we all know that many people do get married and they do break up. And it's not because they didn't love each other when they got together. It's because whatever happened in the relationship, it changed the level of commitment that they felt. On the day that they got married, they felt, I am so committed to this person, I plan on being committed to them for the rest of my life. And then whatever the circumstances were, whatever shifts they experienced, whatever events they went through, whatever mindset shifts they went through, their commitment level changed. And they decided, this is no longer what I'm most committed to. I'm committed to something else, whether that means I'm committed most to my own happiness or I'm committed most to, you know, growing as a person or I'm committed most to moving across the world, whatever it is, something else became a higher level commitment. And so they chose to to leave the relationship. And this isn't something being said with judgment. It's like everyone needs to do what they need to do. So... There's no, like, I don't know. I don't really feel like judgment around people who get divorced. All it really comes down to is like that feeling of commitment, that desire to be committed to that relationship has shifted. So the way that this relates to dating and relationship and deciding how long you are going to be engaged um, or deciding how long you're going to date before getting engaged is again about when you feel ready to make the commitment. So you have to get enough information about the other person that you can decide to commit to them. And, you know, I feel like this is really important to sort of think about and really consider because people will be like, oh, we're in love. We're really in love. Like we're so in love. Of course, we're going to get married. But marriage is not about being so in love. It really is about the commitment. And that's why it's like when I hear like Hollywood couples, that's what they always say, right? They're like, well, we just fell out of love. And it's like, yeah, if that's really the only thing you're focusing on, then of course, like if if you're not keeping that commitment as sort of like the top of mind thing, then it, it does make sense that when you fall out of love, you're going to leave the relationship. And obviously that's what makes sense and works for a lot of people. But all that is to say that you know if you're in love with someone relatively quickly. If it's taking a guy Or if it's taking you three years to figure out, am I in love with this person? Then you're not. And if he's like, oh, we've been together for however many years. We've been together for four years. And I don't know if I'm in love with you. I don't know if I love you. Then you're probably better off moving on and finding a different relationship. And it's the same thing with the commitment there, though. Because it doesn't take years to decide, do I feel like I can commit to someone? Unless there's a lot of ups and downs in the relationship. But, you know, what I think always makes sense is like, if you can find a relationship where the compatibility is really high and the connection is really strong and you're not dealing with a lot of red flags, because this is something that slows people down. They get into a relationship and it's extremely bumpy from the beginning. You know, it's like they're one month in and they're having all sorts of issues in the relationship. And then it's like, A year and a half later, the same issues are still coming up. And so, of course, they don't feel ready to commit or, you know, because it's like they've been dealing with these issues the entire time. But if you have a relationship that really is very smooth and you sort of know that you both want the same things and you feel ready to commit, it definitely can come on much sooner. So I I don't really like to give like a minimum because I don't necessarily think that everyone's minimum is I I mean I don't think everyone's minimum is going to be the same you know if you were talking about getting engaged after knowing someone for two weeks 
you know, I do see that that can be a little bit more problematic because much of what you're dealing with at that state could just be sort of like an illusion, not necessarily based on the person because you haven't had an opportunity to go through that much together. But at the same time, I don't think you have to go through a whole year of dating someone. Definitely don't think you need multiple years unless you do. Like if someone doesn't feel ready, I really don't think it's the sort of thing to force, you know? So it's like, that's part of the problem with saying to someone, you know, you definitely don't need a year to date before getting engaged because if one person in the relationship doesn't feel ready, then you're not ready as a couple. That is not the sort of thing that you are going to be able to happily finagle out of another person. It's not the sort of thing where you're going to be able to like happily force the other person to catch up. And also, why would you want to? When you're talking about something like marriage, when you're like hoping to move into a commitment that's going to last for the rest of your lives, ideally, you want the other person to be just as excited to enter into that commitment as you are, right? That just seems like pretty standard that you'd really want to be on the same page about that. So there is not a minimum. If someone is really dragging their feet, then it could be that there's like a bigger issue with the relationship and it may never get to that point where you're going to be engaged and married to that person. And yeah, any woman who's very interested in having marriage and a family, I don't think it makes sense to be in a relationship where it's like going on for years. It is, it just, I don't see how that serves you. But again, it's like ultimately what feels good for you. If you're saying, I don't really want to be married and he's saying, I'm cool with that. Let's just live together or whatever it is that the, the form of the relationship, then that's fine. But like, you have to know what do you actually desire? What kind of relationship do you really want? And how committed are you to having that? If you say, I'm really committed to having this certain type of relationship, I want nothing more than to be married and start a family with someone that I'm married to, then you can have that and you can stay committed to that. If you say my top commitment is to be with this person that I've been dating for four years already, that's also fine. But then you cannot push them into a different form of the relationship that they're not ready for. You know, ideally, it's that you're going to know the type of relationship that you want. And early on in the relationship, you can make sure that you and that other person are on the same page and really aligned with what you desire throughout. You know, when I met my husband, we were engaged very quickly, but that was really what I wanted. I was like, I don't want a boyfriend. I want to get married. And so we had such a smooth relationship, you know, and that's part of it is that there were never any red flags. You know, when you were dealing with red flags, when you're dealing with incompatibility, when there's things coming up, you sort of have to slow down. Sometimes people want to speed up. They think we're having these issues. Let's just get engaged. And it's like, uh, no, that's a horrible idea. That's a recipe for disaster. So whenever some sort of hiccup comes up in the relationship, especially if it's sort of a big thing where there seems to be some sort of core disagreement or misalignment, you have to expect that it's going to take a little bit more time. And that's normal and healthy. And trying to rush through it is no good. Trying to rush at any stage of the relationship, you know, it's like even... If the relationship is going quickly, if you're trying to push it along more, you want to sort of look at where is that coming from? Is that coming from a place of, I feel really ready with this person? I think that we're a really great fit together. 
or is there some sort of like feeling where you want that sort of like external validation where it's like someone has proposed to me, I have this diamond ring now. Because that's a different issue, right? Like you don't want to be blinded by this, the external things because, you know, it's like, I know when you're single, because I felt this, like when you're single, it can feel like, you know, the goal is to get engaged, but you got to remember that like getting engaged is literally the first step because now you're going to get married and spend your life with someone and you want to experience a lot of happiness and joy and love and fun. And so if you sort of were willing to overlook things because you really just wanted to get to that next step, you're setting yourself up for a lot of heartache and pain and sadness and devastation. And that does not sound fun at all. So there are my thoughts on that. I will talk to you again soon. I am so grateful for all of my listeners. I love creating this content. I love this podcast. And there's nothing I want more than for more women to have happy, healthy, loving relationships with the man of their dreams. Now, I have a small favor to ask. If you have been listening and enjoying the podcast, please leave me a rating and review on iTunes. It helps so much. It is the only way that we are going to get this content into the hands and ears of the women that really want it and need it. So if you have been listening for a while and you're absolutely loving the podcast, leave us a rating and review. It means absolutely everything to us. Thanks so much and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes and be sure to tune in next time to the Rise and Love podcast.